Vanessa. And Vanessa. And this is Shit on the Table. Thanks for tuning in. We're much more pumped and excited and alive. And thank you for listening. So let's get right to it. Suppose. I'm mad at you now. I don't know if we could do this. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> You're supposed to say shit on the table. I said shit on the table. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. It's cool. It's fine. All right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's shit on the table. It is shit on the table. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's get it. Get into it. Tell me about your week, Vanessa. Um. So my week or weeks were pretty good. Um, celebrated my birthday. Celebrated um, my first year marriage anniversary. I know. I saw that decrepit cake how was it it was disgusting it was foul i don't recommend it (laughs) it was the worst thing ever oh wonderful (laughs) but i'm such a traditionalist when it comes to certain things that i had to do it Mm -hmm. i don't recommend it throw it away um (laughs) and then so then we went to disneyland we went to a football game for his birthday and then disneyland for my birthday um but my work week so try to make this quick so the first thing that happened was i was leaving a neighborhood and there was a fight going on in front of well not a fight fight it was more like a verbal altercation type thing in this neighborhood um and it was happening right in front of the gate and i hate to point out race because race shouldn't be an issue but unfortunately, it was an issue in this instance. They were and all being racist to each other. It was a homeless guy. He, which those were his words. I, I talked to him. Yeah. Um. He was a homeless black guy, uh-huh. and this white gentleman that lived in the neighborhood wearing a Make America Great Again hat. <gasps> yeah. Was hassling him. I see both sides of the situation. So. I was driving up because I wanted to leave, and they were in front of the gate. It's one gated neighborhood. Yeah. It's one way in and out. And it's a smaller neighborhood, but it's really nice. They, you know, he was looking for, because he kind of waved me down. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, do I want to get into this? But <laughs> I did get into it. <laughs> um, so I kind of just waved over the guy that was being hassled, and he's like, look, I really just, like, got to take a shit, maybe take a nap. I was just seeing if there was a bathroom in here. And, like, the other guy is yelling. And I'm not really listening to him. So, I kind of tuned him out. Yeah. And so, I'm like, look. There's no bathroom in this neighborhood. And there's no park. It's a very, very small neighborhood. Yeah. Literally, I literally just drove from the back of it. Which was true. I wasn't lying to him. And I told him. I'm like, look, I'm not lying to you. Yeah. And I'm like, do you see that hat that gentleman is wearing? Do you really want that on your plate today? Like, I'm leaving. I'm going to be opening up the gate. Why don't you just, op- like, just leave? Just get out of here. Um, I'm like, he's called the cops. Do you want that? Like, let's just, let's just go. Let's yeah. just leave the situation. And the guy is kind of like, all right, you know, I yeah. get it. He probably just wanted a safe place to exactly. be at. Yeah. He's like, I've been just walking for days. And I'm like, I'm, I understand. I'm really sorry. You know, I don't think the guy should be getting in your face because the guy was like inches from this guy's face. That's awful. And like the homeless guy is kind of just trying to walk away from him and the other guy is just like on him, like on him. Yeah. And I'm like, look, 
just get out of here. The cops are already on their way. I'm pretty sure this was not on your agenda for today. Right. You know, so just leave the situation. And he's like, I just, you know, can you give me a ride? And I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, look, I'm sure you can understand my situation. I'm by myself. I'm a female. I don't know you. I'm like, I'll just open up the gate and there's a gas station not too far from here. You know, just go there, go to the bathroom, do what you got to do. He's like, please just give me a ride. And I was like, look, no. Like, I'm not, I'm sorry. And I'm thinking to myself, I listen to too many true crime podcasts. (laughs) Uh, You're not getting in my fucking car. (laughs) You seem very nice. It doesn't doesn't matter who it is. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with his race. It has nothing to do, if it was a female you know, it's I still sexual, nothing. I'd be I, like, no. No. <laughs> I don't know you. Like, you're not getting in my car. If I'm not feeling comfortable, it's just not happening. Yeah. So then the other guy is, like, yelling. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I just looked at the other guy, and I was like, look, you need to chill out, okay? I'm trying to talk him down and out of this situation. So why don't you just leave us alone? Right. And he was like, it's my right. I don't have to chill. And I'm just like, fuck you, dude. And that hat. Like, just leave the situation. Yeah. So then um, I finally convinced the guy to just leave. Yeah. And so I open the gate and he walks and the other guy's, like, filming the whole thing. Why is he filming? He's looking like the asshole. He very... I... Okay, so I get it. You don't want someone who isn't supposed to be in your neighborhood. He didn't have a code to get in. I get it. But he didn't need to be so abrasive. Yeah, it's broad daylight. It is. <laughs> it is, which murders do happen in broad daylight. No, I'm not but saying they not, don't, but yeah, it's but just not like... not saying that was the gentleman's intention. Yeah. It's, you see him. You see what he's doing. Yeah. You see he's having a hard time. You're obviously just uncomfortable with the situation mm-hmm. as far as, like, his presence, but it doesn't exactly. mean his presence is going to... If you're so concerned watch the dude you know what i mean or talk to him like he's a human being exactly like hey are you not like you know yeah and be like look if you don't mind please like talk to him as if he was a normal person because he is a fucking normal person yeah he's down on his motherfucking luck and direct him to a situation outside of the neighborhood yeah to an area outside of the neighborhood but the guy was just yelling at him so i just came up talked to him like a normal person and he decided to leave. There was no further altercations between him and the gentleman. Yeah. But the other guy that was makes me so in his upset. face while he was trying to leave the gate. Yeah. So then I'm like, fuck. Am I going to have to get out of this car just yeah. so that this guy can walk by himself through the gate? Like, the guy, you can see his back is towards the other dude. He's leaving, trying to walk through the gate. And the white guy is just yelling in his ear. It makes me so upset because I feel like the guy who's yelling, the psychopath who's yelling, doesn't understand. Like, I've never been homeless. Mm -hmm. I've never been homeless in my adult years. I've been very lucky. But I've been on the brink. I've also known people who have been homeless. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you're just trying to find a safe place to rest. Exactly. Because there's no resting when you're... You don't have a home. Mm-hmm. People forget that You're on when, the go. Yeah, you must. You need to appreciate what you have when you have a roof over your head. It's important to us as humans to have that. And a person down on their luck. Mm-hmm. You don't know what their issues are. Well, I felt for the whole thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like this situation could have been so different if the guy would have just been nice. You know? Yeah. And I don't know if it has to do with 
his race. Probably. I mean, I probably. I wonder if he would have reacted that way if the guy was white. Like. I don't know. I just told him. I was like, look, you see the hat? Right? I'm like, do not. Bro. Bro. Do not see the hat. It's like the hat is almost like a. Like he feels like it's a badge. It is. Or like he a shield. He was fucking wearing it like. He was old. He was like in his 50s, 60s. Yeah. Crushed and, the old man. And like. He, you know, it was bright fucking red. I'm like, look at that beaker on his head. Like, come on. <laughs> like, I, tr- everybody tries to avoid that guy. They don't want to stand in the same grocery line as that guy. <laughs> like, just walk away. Just leave the neighborhood. Yeah. You know? Like, well, I mean, the guy did the right thing by leaving. The yeah. other guy was an asshole, and you did the right thing by just being. If he wanted it taken care of. Plain and simple. All he had to do is just drive by the guy, go home, and call the cops there. There was no need to have a secondary altercation with him. No, I just, I don't, you know what? Vegas has pretty good, and Henderson has pretty good police officers. But, you know, I just, I would, I would personally be like, okay, you know, it's probably not a good idea for you to be here. This is like a gated community. Mm-hmm. There's security. You're probably not going to get what you want as far as like a place to yeah. rest or a place to take a shit. So. And that's what I told him. I was like, do you want a f- sandwich? You can't come into my house, but do you want a sandwich and be on your merry way? Yeah. You know, like. It could have been handled completely differently. For sure. Um, and then my other thing, too. I've been having like some weird situation with clients. I don't remember all of them, but one of them that sticks out is my one of my clients. She texted me saying that her neighbor is just now complaining after like a year and a half of service, um, complaining about my generator. And so now I have to park super far from the house and they have a crazy lab puppy. Yeah. Well, he's not a puppy anymore. He's like, well, I guess he's still considered a puppy. He's, he just turned a year. And... He's not the greatest on the leash. <laughs> Even though they've paid for training, he listens yeah. better than me. Yeah. Than he does his own family. But anyways, yeah. and then they have a little chi-chi. You know, so now I got to walk around the corner, and they can only be groomed in the afternoon. So I told her, I was like, look, I'll park around the corner, but you, Saturdays is not doable for afternoon. Yeah. Like, you're going to leave a huge gap, so it's just going to have to be whenever I have an afternoon appointment every four weeks. Yeah. And, like... I don't know. I wouldn't have bowed down to my neighbor. I'd have been like, you could fuck off because I really don't care. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, once a month. It's once a month for and like an hour, two hours maybe at that. And it's, it's not. an hour and ten minutes. I've heard your generator. It's not that fucking loud. Not inside of a house. It's like a hum. It literally sounds like the um, blowers for gardeners. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're okay with that. If they have an HOA, they're. He's just fucking stupid. Yeah, I think he's just caught... Yeah, no, those are people that just, like, want to bitch at something. Exactly. And the fact that they're even giving in is really upsetting. Yeah. And, like, I just wanted to tell him to, like, no, that I'm not doing that. Yeah. But it's good money. It is what it is. So, but I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like, this is stupid. For My sure. My neighbor would have come at me and I'd have been like, one, who the fuck are you? Yeah, and too. <laughs> You're not my mother. Right? I'm paying for the service. So you don't have a right to complain. Exactly. you want to start paying. Yeah. <laughs> like, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was pretty much it. Yeah, my week was pretty chill. <clears throat> Excuse 
excuse me. My my week was pretty chill. But um something happened this past Sunday or the Sunday before or whenever I talked to you. I had a dog and she's on a four week schedule. She comes in all the time. And um I might have mentioned it to you. I might have mentioned it in the story in passing. But anyway, it I digress. She came in and she always has like these little cysts and or mm-hmm. pimples and stuff like that. She's not an older dog. She just has them or whatever. And sometimes I ooze, sometimes I puss. But anytime a little bump pops up, I just mention it to the owner because, what? you know, if her teeth are not looking good, if her eyes are not looking good, her ears are not looking good, I always mention any medical issue or something that may be of concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're she- the first line de- of defense. We see the dogs more often than vets do. Yeah, for sure. And I swear sometimes pet owners don't touch their dogs. Like, ever. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think so either. They're, like, top of the head, top of the yeah shoulder blade, they maybe. They like, touch them anywhere of importance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, she, I found a bump on her tail, and it was a pretty, I want to say about a nickel-sized bump mm-hmm. on her tail, but it was hard. And I told her, I was like, you know what? It's not squishy. It's something you probably should immediately go to the vet for. Yeah. Because it's, it feels like it's on bone. And those could be a cause for concern when they're, mm-hmm. like, on the toes, the tip of the tail, on the mouth. It's just, it's usually, or it could be a very scary indicator of something, you know. Yeah. Not so great. Yeah. So. It could be intertwined in the bone, like the roots and stuff like that. Exactly. So. an issue. This kind of goes into, um, you know, presenting health concerns to the pet parent. Um, do you do that? And, like, we, you were with me when we took that presentation with um, that veterinarian professional, mm-hmm. Micah Knowles. And <laughs> he is, um, from my understanding, um, just a veterinarian specialist. And we took a health skin and coat class. And he was a very inspirational speaker. And basically, it was more like, you see something, this is what it could be, and this is what you're telling the pet parent. So it just makes us a little bit more educated on, you know, things that might be like an indicator of a bacterial infection on the skin, um, papillomas, um, bumps, cancers, um, and things that we're not diagnosing, but we are seeing, like you said, we are the first line of defense if there is anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I recommend if you are able to take any skin or health classes as far as like understanding the skin, the coat, anything outwardly, like identifying what it may be, mm-hmm. I recommend it. But as far as like ear infections or bad teeth, I tell pet parents all the time, like, if there's something fishy going on with their dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do the same thing. I feel bad for one lady. She's got an old golden retriever. Every two weeks, he's got something new popping up. Yeah. And I'm like, this is new. This is new. And she's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck is happening to my dog? Like, it's your job. It's not your job to take care of these things. It's not your job to... You know, if you can't do something, then, like, if you can't do a certain blade because the dog has all these moles or has all these bumps, then you can't do a certain blade. Like, you can't do a certain length. Yeah. If you can't clean the ears because you see infection and you don't want to exacerbate it, 
then don't clean the ears. You do not have to take care of the problems, but no, if you're touching the dog, vets. yeah, you're not a vet. If you're touching the dog, make sure you're referring out to a vet if you mm-hmm. see something abnormal. I see um, a lot of people, groomers, that will pop cysts or pimples and things that are being squeezed that probably are benign, but we shouldn't be squeezing them. Yeah. Um, even in the class that we did take, um, he said we shouldn't be doing anything that a vet would. Um, yeah. Because we're not vets. We are not. We didn't go to school. We might. Some of you might be that knowledgeable that you know right offhand. I know what that is. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can go and tell the client and give him a diagnosis. Yeah. Vets are starting to crack down. There's been a couple vets that have sued groomers in other states. I'm not sure of the states for doing vet style procedures. Exactly. And yeah. Because it's not our job. It's not. It's not. We take care of the coat. Um, we we are there to clean and cut. And that is it. That's really it. So I work for corporate as well. And I guess it depends on whoever's in the salon or whoever's running the salon. But pulling ear hair is still a thing in those salons as well as anal glands. Now, I don't have any issues. I don't want to get into, we'll get into that in another day, like, whatever controversy that may be. But as far as my personal policies go, if it doesn't look irritated or inflamed or angry, I don't touch it. And that's the same thing with anal glands when it comes to puppies and senior dogs. I'm not going to touch your butthole. No. Because I'm not trying to damage what's not damaged, and I'm not trying to make anything worse if there's something worse. Mm -hmm. I don't fuck with holes. <laughs> well, we shouldn't be fucking with holes. No, Anal we shouldn't. Is an, an an internal organ, and yeah. we can't see what's going on in there. We don't know a hundred percent if there's any inflammation. We don't know. I've seen groomers cause you know pain or damage from doing anal glands. Yeah, um, ear plucking. I it's removing something from the body. Again, I mean, I don't think we should be removing those things. If they're having chronic ear infections and anal gland issues, that means that there is a deep-seated issue. Yeah, there's something that you can't... Not because of the hair. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, you can't... That's the thing, though, is I had a, a client was who was talking about, like, their dog was scooting and licking their butt aggressively, and it was, like, a first-time client, and they're like, oh, do you do the anal glands? And... I'm like, well, is there any issues with the anal glands? Because I'll, I'll go back there and I'll feel if they're full or they're too hard. It's like it's like if I can massage just like a dog. Like when I massage them and when I massage their coat, I'll kind of massage that area. It's disgusting, I know. And if something comes out, something comes out. But I don't push or put any pressure on it that is more than a, like a regular scrubbing massage. Yeah. Sometimes something will come out. Like, it's just a little extra sewage. But to be honest, they have the ability to express it themselves. When they are small, they may need a little extra help. That extra help is not something I am qualified to do. No. So they need to be... So like I said, if they're if they're scooting and they're licking excess- excessively, I'm not the one you're supposed to be talking to. Exactly. So. But I have never... I've never refused a client 
when their dog... Okay, let me redact. I have refused clients when they've come in and they've had, um, like, an injury. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's an open wound. I will not groom that dog. I will groom dogs that um, have been freshly, like, have had an injury or have been um, a surgery. Yeah, no, no. If Everything there's still needs to stitches, be I don't groom the dog. Neither do I. Um, until the vet says they're 100% cleared. Yeah. Um, now, I've seen people, they won't groom dogs if the dog needs to have, like, I'm talking extreme cases when the dog needs dental. And they have continually recommended to get dental. To me, I'll still groom that dog. I know that's probably not a very popular opinion. But I'll still groom the dog and I'll be gentle. Because a lot of times when I do see the dogs that have extreme dental issues, they're seniors. Yeah. And I don't judge because I had a senior that we had to stop doing dentals for the last three years of her life. Yeah. So her teeth were not the best. And if some person were to see that, they would judge me and say, I don't take care of my dog when that's quite, on you know, the yeah. opposite. Quite the contrary. Yeah. I took care of my dog. She got dentals twice a year. Yeah. But I don't judge when it comes to certain things like that. Um, sometimes dogs can't go under. And doing scalings without anesthesia is dangerous. Yeah. You know? So I'll tell the client, hey, your dog needs dental. And they'll either give me the reason why they can't have dental or they say that they're going to. But I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think I would stop grooming that that dog despite it not getting dentals or having any form of any other deformities. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about the information behind the problem. So like I have this old Bichon that comes in and his teeth are fucking rotten, but he's a sweet dog. The lady's really sweet. She just, you know, battled cancer herself. And this dog is senior. So I know if she does end up taking the dog in for a dental, he's, yeah. he might not actually come back because mm-hmm. he's, you know, 14 years old. He's old. Yeah. And, you know, she couldn't take, this is before she met me, but she couldn't take care of him for a short period of time. And then, she, you know, she's back on track, you know, her health, his health, they're back on track. He's living a good life. For the most part, aside from his teeth being busted, mm-hmm. I still groom that dog all the time. Yeah. You're There's pretty an- sure you're just gentle around the mouth. Yeah, I am. I just do a little bit of spray here and there. But um, when I have another dog and this gentleman, he pays a pretty penny for my grooms um, because his dogs come in pretty busted. Um, but this dog has severe allergies double ear infections and the infections are so severe that it's like oozing. There has to be damage that is being done to the eardrum or canal. Yeah, and you can go they can go deaf. Yeah, and the the allergies are coming out onto the face, onto the eyes. It's a pretty disgusting situation. Mm-hmm. And I groomed the dog's dog only twice and the second time I said you need to take the dog to the vet. And uh, he would probably be the scenario where I, it's a young dog, you need to take care of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you shouldn't have this dog because the dog is only three years old. At that point, you could probably call animal control. 
I like to delegate before I do animal control because mm-hmm. again, you don't know the situation, you don't know the scenario, and a no, lot of I'm times, just saying like if he continues to come in and nothing's been done, yeah, and yeah. you've told him three times to yeah. me, three times that's quite enough, yeah. And now I have to take matters into my own hands. Yeah, the dog. Yeah. I've done that before. This dog used to come in, and it was way too skinny, and it was an unaltered male. Yeah. And so unaltered males are usually on the skinnier side, but this dog was, it was so skinny it couldn't walk straight. Like, it was continually arched because there was no muscle. Yeah. And so I told her, I was like, I'm going to call animal control. And. There you go. We never saw her again. I don't even know if that dog's still alive. Yeah. But. If you, like, if you know something is wrong, like, the entirety of the situation. You don't feel the love. You don't feel the care by the pet parent. They're mm-hmm. just there because they need to get their dog. They probably need a reality check. And I'm not saying that you should be the one to be in their face giving them the reality check, but you can deny service. You have that right. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do anything that you don't feel comfortable doing. Exactly. Um, but there are just certain things where it's just not help. That I would still continue grooming. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, yeah, in in the cases that were explained. So um, when you have health concerns about a dog, don't stop presenting it, no matter what the Mm -hmm. case may be. Just make sure they're very much aware of everything. And if you know that the dog is continually coming to you with health issues, just get the side story. Get the story. What is it about? Is it a senior dog? Is it a situation of abuse and neglect? Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to co- bring animal control into it, it's a severe situation. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're not talking about like those matting situations. Because unfortunately with those, a lot of the animal control people just see it as they're eradicating the problem. We're talking about like health issues. And I don't even know if teeth would even be underneath that blanket. But, it is, but it's, like, one of those kind of things where it's, just like, it's the same thing with people. Like, you know if you take good care of your mm-hmm. teeth, you're going to be a healthier person. Yeah. And if you know... I just don't know if animal control would go out there for teeth. They're not. They're no. not going to do that. <laughs> Wait, um, oh, and get photographic evidence. Yeah, you know. just in case, like, you are, like, trying to brush the teeth or in case, like, you know... For whatever reason, the tooth falls out or something mm-hmm. happens. Like Take video if you're dealing with a dog that, I don't know, obviously open wounds, I don't agree. You shouldn't groom them if they have an open wound. No, but a lot, um, I've, I've been in cases where people don't tell you that they have self-groomed their dog and there's like a cut underneath like oh, a buttload of hair. Oh, I put it away. Yeah. And call the owner and say, you need to come pick up your dog. I've had that situation. I almost fucking died that day. It was an old senior cocker. It was the black one that was blind. Oh, yeah. Girl. Yeah, he but. was matted. But the owner didn't. He had no idea. Yeah, the owner didn't try to groom that dog. He didn't know that the, it no. was on the leg, right? No, it was the ear. Like the ear was decaying. <laughs> And I went to go shave because it was a matted cocker, matted. So I, I remember. was pre-shaving, got the whole body done, and then I went to go shave a part of the ear, and literally just this scab came off. And it was like at least an inch inside <laughs> the, the like the part. <laughs> I just smelt the smell in my nose. It smelled like 
skin dying. Yeah. And I put the dog away. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even talk about this right now. What was that dog's name? I remember the gentleman. He was really cool. I don't remember. But it was so foul. <laughs> even the um, the daughter came and picked him up. And she didn't even have to bend over. She's like, I can smell it from here just fine. Like, <laughs> and they took it to the vet. And I, the owner was pissed that I didn't groom the dog. And he's like, well, the vet said it wasn't that bad. Fucking lies. Because if it smells like that, it's that fucking bad. Well, gaping holes, you don't want to fuck with anyway. No, so I sent it home. No yeah. bath. I didn't even finish shaving the ears. I was like, bye. I'm not yeah. dealing. One, I almost threw up on the dog. Yeah, I've only dealt with like maybe one or two gaping wounds. And it's it was always matted dogs. And it was mm-hmm. always because the skin underneath the mat died. And like once you took the mat out, like yeah. it died. And so like there's just this big old hole. And it's always on like the rump or Ugh. Ugh, it's just, just rough areas. Out. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's that smell. You can never forget that smell. Smell of death. You can not. So, yeah. Um, always always let them know. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable, don't do it. Exactly. You don't do anything that you don't want to do. Yeah. If, you're, if it's your business, you know, you set your rules. You set your standards. Now, it gets trickier when you're an employee, but you should still always stand your ground. That you don't have to do anything you don't want to. Yeah. And, and as far as, like, as if you were an employee of, like, a corporate environment, corporate has, like, tons of insurance around everything. And they have a million policies. And they really don't want to do anything but a perfect dog anyway. Mm-hmm. They because... don't want to do anything that they might possibly have to put money out for. Exactly. Right? There's just too many. It's just such a and high if you volume. swing it that way, they're like, you made the right choice. Exactly. <laughs> so you don't, don't even feel scared or no. Just come at them with, did you want a vet bill? Because that's how you get a vet bill. Exactly. And then they'll be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So... You do you, boo. All so right. So, last week, um, we, <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about, but. I remember what we talked about. But <laughs> it was such it wasn't, a mess. It was a mess. We were so tired. We were exhausted, but we're coming back at it, you know, 100% now. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about the numbers game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's necessarily a numbers game. But it seems like it's a game that's being played right now. And it's just like, it's a huge drama in our community. And we need to talk about it. It's 50, not 50%, excuse me. It's 1099 versus W2. It's it's a lot. It's even it's, more complicated. But it's we're going to get into it. It's a very complicated situation. We're going to get into it with what our perspective. What part do we want to get into? Do we want to get into the... 1099 versus W-2, the 50%. Like, there's so many layers. All right. Let's get into the majority side, which is the employee side. Okay. So, the 1099 versus employee. What makes the 1099? What makes an employee? Where that line is drawn? um, And, you know, how the IRS defines what either of those are okay so this is our basic knowledge and it gets a little bit more complicated around tax season it also gets more complicated in different states yes so let's talk about what's happening right now in let's not go too far into california california is really simple there's no such thing as the 1099 and there's no commission paying yeah you are paid 
hourly. Uh-huh. Um, you can't. I think you can do bonuses. Yeah, but it's called incentives. Incentive pay. and But you're basically just hourly. So if you're in California right now as we speak and you're getting paid commission, that's not legal. Yeah. That's just what it is. You know, people are harping on it, but let's look at it this I way. I think it's amazing. Okay, so let's look at it. Th- <laughs> let's look at it, let's look at it this way. If you are an employee and you're not in a corporate environment and you're out there searching for a job, if you see somebody saying, "I'm going to give you fifty percent," you go in, you you feel right about it, you want to work there. Fifty percent sounds good to you. You're going to look at it, and they're going to sign you up as a ten ninety nine, which means. They have no legal protection for you. So they also hold on. We should say what a ten ninety nine is. A ten ninety nine is an independent contractor. It's someone when you're going into a business, that business you can't be performing the same service that they are providing. That's what a ten ninety nine is. So you are handing them an invoice. No wait, excuse me. You pay them so, so let's let's look at yes, it let's you look, pay them yes so let's look at it as like a plum or other service industries where they may be one person in a business giving them like another person a bill a service bill so that would be a 1099 or they could be classified as a 1099 they have that right too because they're their own business they can promote themselves they have you know, they have no bosses. They have nobody else that they have to mm-hmm. work for. It's just yes. themselves. And they so when they perform hours. this, yeah, they create their own hours, everything. So they perform the service. They give you a bill. You pay that bill. That bill will then, or the cash from that will then go into whatever it may be, whether it be their mm-hmm. own personal bills, rent or whatever. Yeah. You, At that point, your hands yeah. are washed. Because yeah. You've already done your business. Yeah. You've paid your quote-unquote rent. Yes. And then there are also contractors that are short or limited service contractors that are, would work for a company mm-hmm. as a consultant. Those would be then 1099s. They're only working for a short period of time. They mm-hmm. provide their own insurance. They're just under a larger company, but they're only there as their own like service. So, again, that's another 1099 um, service. And then you also see on the salon side, like hairstylist, which has been in kind of a controversy limbo as well, mm-hmm. um, where there's places where stylists will rent out a spot. Mm-hmm. They are booth still, renting. yeah, they're booth renting. They're still their own service. They're not, you know, it gets a little bit more complicated because yeah. they're still underneath a, an entire salon, but they're still their own business Mm -hmm. if you which isn't legal in all states it's not no it's not but that's what we have going on here you can work as Mm -hmm. an hourly employee with cash tips um in some salons and you can also rent out a booth make your own hour so on and so forth have your own number you can do that but if that doesn't sound like your situation if your situation sounds like somebody else is making the schedule you have to clock in at a certain time. Mm-hmm. You are not personally talking to clients on the phone. You are not making your own um, uh, prices. If that doesn't sound like your situation. And you are not paying them. And you are, not, yeah, you are paying them or you are not paying them. Mm-hmm. They are taking money out of your check. check. If they are providing you a check, mm-hmm. you, you are, are misclassified. Not- 
And what that means is that you are supposed to be a W-2 employee. Mm -hmm. Salons try to avoid paying taxes. Which is called tax evasion. Which they get in trouble for later on. We'll get into that on the employer side. But if you are a 1099 employee, what you may be lacking in is that you have to pay taxes at the end of the year. You're paying Full taxes. Business taxes. Business taxes, which I believe is like 15% of your gross. Is it gross? Gross income. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it also depends. And you also are not under a business license situation to where you can really take anything that you buy Throughout so the year. if you're a misclassified, you're most likely not paying for your shampoos. You're not paying yeah. for any of the extra tools. So guess what? You don't have any deductibles. You have none. You have zip. You so have to pay all your you income have to taxes. Pay all of it. You have to pay all your taxes, which is hella fucking shitty. It's okay. If you look at it in taxes are part of life situation, it's not that shitty. The shitty, the thing that I feel that gets me the most upset is that you are not legally protected no so, there's no um workman's comp exactly you're not paying into unemployment you're not paying into social security you're not paying into any of that yeah and yeah so now you're just here sitting in limbo if you get hurt at work guess what your job's not liable yeah and now you're out of a job because technically you don't get unemployment either. Yeah, you don't get nothing. So what are you going to do? So, so like, that 50% may sound good in the beginning, but you're out there finding a job, and you're in a job, and you've been working there 15 years. You've had it pretty good. You've saved up your... You do the 20% holding the 20% of your income, and mm -hmm. you pay your taxes. You're, you don't have a problem with that. You're going to have a problem when you get a dog bite or a cat bite that puts you out, and there is nothing to save mm -hmm. you. And, well, not just that, is once the IRS finds out finds that salon exactly not only does the employee the employers get in trouble you have to pay if you haven't paid your taxes or you've put deduct you put deductibles on your taxes you get audited just like they get audited so whatever money that you didn't pay yeah. you have to pay back Exactly. So, so both of you guys are putting out money now yeah. because you're both being audited. Yeah. And we see this all the time in a lot of those misclassified forums. We see a lot of people complaining like, I've been working here eight years and um, the place is shutting down because somebody, you know, and they're hating on somebody who um, did the right thing. Turned them in. Turned them in. Yeah. So you're, you're it's, it's not a matter of, you know who's right or who's wrong is like, now this is a bad situation. Well, there is a right and there's a wrong. There is, but according are, to the IRS, yeah, it's well, wrong. Well, yeah, according to the IRS, but aside from the IRS, you're probably like hating that person who turned that person in. For sure. But you're doing something illegal. So like, you, and whether you know it or not, you yeah. know, before you go into business, you should be doing your research on what's correct and what's not correct. You cannot rely on an accountant. An accountant does not know labor laws. No. They know numbers. They crunch numbers. They that is look, their job. Yeah. So when they're seeing, okay, they where can I save you money? They're going to tell you, 
here, make this person a 1099. But yeah. they're not telling you to make that person a 1099 because they know the laws. They're telling you to make that person a 1099 because it saves you money. Yeah. Whether it's legal or not, you are supposed to be the one that is supposed to know that. Exactly. You are the one that is supposed to be knowledgeable, not your accountant. Your accountant went to school for numbers. Yeah. And you're, yeah. And then as an, okay, so let's, let's talk about like, as an, as an employee, you're trying to find a job and you see that 50%, it sounds good. We're telling you based on our opinion and a lot of other people's opinion, it's a red flag. If they're giving you 50% and they're saying 1099, walk away. You're not going to be protected. There's going to be a lot of hiccup yeah. and headache oh, later on the you road. You can't be dependent at all. No. On As a 1099, you cannot be dependent. No. At the end of the day, what the IRS, not the IRS is looking at, but one of the things they take into consideration is where that money is going. Yeah. Are you handing the money over to the person to yeah. pay your quote-unquote rent? Yeah. Or are they giving you a check? Exactly. If they are giving you a check, you are a W-2 employee. Exactly. So let's talk about W-2 employees. If it is a W-2 salon and they're giving you 50%. They're going to go bankrupt. <laughs> on their side, it's probably not great. On our side, as an employee, that sounds legit. That sounds awesome. That sounds great. Sounds amazing. But you have to be realistic in this day and age where 50% is not feasible. And we discussed this last week or the last time. It's not feasible when it comes to single service salons that don't have retail, that don't have other services. Mm-hmm. If you find those places that have, uh, you are a W-2 employee, you do get 50%. That's great. And the business is still going strong after five years? That's, that's great. great. That is something that. But remember, they have very supplemented lucky. income. Exactly. From their retail area. So you. <laughs> payroll, we, all like payroll should be no more than 30 to 33%. Yeah. Of your expenses. So we'll get, yeah, but as an employee, you're looking at it, you want 50%. Well, you want to find those businesses. Work for yourself. Okay. So, (laughs) yes. Or no, if you don't want to deal with the headache of owning your own business. Well, then you'll have to settle. Yes. Getting to that. Working on it. (laughs) Um, I'm working on this glass of wine. (laughs) So, realistically, in this day and age, when while these things are transitioning, you're going to be presented on occasion with 30 to 40 percent, most likely 30 to 35 percent. Or you might get um, a a situation where you're getting hourly and then you get incentive bonuses at the end of a couple weeks, a couple quarters or every quarter or every month. So you might get incentives or you might just get a higher hourly. Mm -hmm. Look at the business. When you're looking for these jobs, don't hate on those 30%. 35 percent um commission rate don't well, hate on you it need to figure out what 30 percent of what exactly so look at the business look at what they're charging their clients yeah. because 30 percent you know for a higher number is yeah. going to possibly be more than 50 percent of 45 so as a new groomer <laughs> as a new groomer um, if you're getting, I'm going to say this right now, if you're getting, I want to say in this state, because we have a lower 
prices here range from 45 to 55 in a salon for small yeah. dogs. Yeah. So let's say you're a new groomer and 55. 55 at times 30% is, is $16.50. That's your cut. And if you do 45 times 50 is twenty two fifty. Yeah, so you're looking at, you know, 16 to $22. That's not bad. As a new groomer, it may hurt a little bit in the beginning because you're not doing as many dogs. But you're getting benefits. You're, you're getting, getting protection. Comp. Exactly. In the beginning, how many times did you cut yourself? Oh, I cut myself like every day. Exactly. <laughs> how many times did you get bit? Um, I had to go... The correct answer is how many times have I had to go to the ER? There you go. So <laughs> I've had to go twice. Yeah. In my grooming career. Yeah. And if I was working, actually, I might have had to go more than that. I believe I went to the hospital as a 1099 one time. Mm-hmm. And that shit sucked. Yeah. And then when I was a W2, I went twice. Yeah. And I didn't have to pay for anything. They covered it because I was protected. By their insurance. By their Workman's comp insurance. Exactly. And I personally would rather take a small pay cut knowing that I am protected. Yeah. You know, because if you think that's just one dog, you know, if you're doing more dogs on top of that, which we all do more than one dog in a day. Yeah. You know, then you're going to be making out because not all dogs are going to be $55. Yeah, not all dogs are going to be $55. And that's a basic dog. A lot of salons do add-ons. Yeah. And so you can always try and hustle, and that percentage will go up. You know, you're not too far off from $22.50. Exactly. You know. So think about it this way. As a seasoned groomer, you can make roughly about $20 an hour as a seasoned groomer because you're doing so many different dogs throughout the day. That sounds nice. And on top of that, you're protected. You may have benefits given to you by the business, depending Mm on, you know, um, their situation, their setup. Look, when you're looking for these jobs, look at their prices. Look how their business is run. Look at their reviews. Mm -hmm. Look. And what you need to do, too, is take your yearly income after taxes. Yeah. And see what, which I believe is net what you've made after taxes and you need to calculate what your hourly pay is before you even start looking for other jobs. Um, so how you do that is you take your yearly income, you divide it by 12. That will give you what you made in a month, your average. Then you take that and you divide it by the weeks that you're working. And then you divide that number by how many dogs you do in a week. And that will help you figure out what you are making in an eight-hour shift. It also kind of shows you what your value is. Yes, because a lot of times after taxes, after you have to pay that huge tax amount at the end of the year, your hourly is not what you think it is. Yeah. It might be a lot lower, and that sixteen fifty is looking pretty damn good. Exactly. You know, um, so you just really have to calculate it because it looks great now. Up front, you see that, but you need to calculate after taxes. Because when you are paying taxes for your W-2, you're paying half of what you were paying as a 1099 for your taxes. Because as taxes for 1099, you're paying the whole lump sum. Whereas when you're a W-2, you're paying half and your employer is paying half of your taxes. So 
now you're getting social security, you're getting unemployment. So if something, you know, you get fired, you can get some income. Yeah. You know, while you're still looking for a job, you've got workman's comp. You have all these other amazing perks. So if you get injured, FMLA. And so, yeah, the number might be a little bit bigger sometimes, but you are not protected. Yeah, you have There's to start no- looking at the mm-hmm. the... You have to start looking ahead. You have to start looking ahead, and you also have to start understanding your value. Mm-hmm. Once you realize your value may not be as high, you might <laughs> you might have an inflated ego. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. No, for sure. Yeah. And you see it all the time. Uh, we see it all the time. There's people who, are, like, literally will walk away if it's not 50%. And it's like... And W2. And it's like, no, that's not how it works, boo. No. You know what I mean? And you, if you're... If you are busting out, you know, 8 to 12 dogs a day, showroom quality, then you need to be working for yourself. Exactly. Run that <laughs> shit. But but if you're not and you're content in your place, know your value. You want to increase your value. You have to do it manually. Mm-hmm. You have to do it physically. If you are a really good groomer, look at what your numbers say. If you're a really good groomer and you're at some place and it's 30, 35% and their numbers are low, go someplace where the numbers are higher mm-hmm. because you have higher quality. Yeah. And, and that goes back to the employers. I mean, this whole thing is like a fucking onion. You know, that means as an employer, if you're seeing that all your money is going nowhere and... You have a ton of dogs. It probably means you need a price increase. Yeah. You know, you have to, I see this and you, we've even made the comment not too long ago. I can't charge what you are charging. And I'm not, I'm charging what my business needs to run. Yeah. And then some. Do not, numbers do not care about your quality. They don't care about how many years you've been working. What you need to do is calculate what you need to charge for your business. Wonderful. Well put. And not worry about, well, oh, I can't charge this much. No, bullshit. You can charge whatever the fuck you want to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your quality looks like. You need to charge what is going to keep your business afloat. And you're not struggling. No. So you need to calculate your break even and then add some for profit. And there's nothing wrong with that. You need to charge what you need to charge to have growth, to be able to have employees. Because if you're not charging enough to have an employee and you guys are trying to hustle and you're barely making rent, something needs to change. And the first thing is your prices most of the time. Yeah. We do not charge enough as groomers at all. Yeah. These are, you're working with live animals. You're, ser- you're in the service industry. No. There is, um, numbers may not be a standard of service. You can have a standard of service, but have different numbers. Mm-hmm. Charge accordingly to where you're located at. And exactly. If not more. That's why you need to calculate all your expenses. And things are expensive. <laughs> yeah. You need to charge. Okay. You need to calculate your expenses. And then you need to calculate what you want to be paid. Um, yeah. And you add that up. And then you divide it by. I just had this. Then you divide it by the number of dogs you groom a month. Um, you groom personally and the number of dogs the shop does a month and then divide total expenses by number of dogs. And then you will get your break even. Yeah. 
So calculate all of your expenses. That's payroll, your payroll expenses, your bills, and all that stuff. And then you'll be able to get your break even. And then you add per profit. Yeah. Because you don't want to be breaking even, you know. I mean, what's the point of running a business? Yeah. But you need to charge what your business needs to run. It's not about what your quality is. It's what needs to keep you living in your house and moving forward and profiting. Yeah. Because I see that way too much. People, I can't charge that. Well, you need to take into account what your area is. And that's why I'm saying you need to individualize it by taking an app. But adding up all of your expenses because your bills are all individual. Yeah. You know, it's individual to your area, I should yeah. say, not a national average. Yeah, we can we can kind of look at numbers based on shampoos and stuff like that, but we don't know what your rent is. We don't know what your exactly your energy bill is. We don't know what it, it costs. Doesn't we don't know what it costs to run your business. No, you, you know, do. You do by calculating all of that stuff. Yeah. And then you can Calculate it to where you want to have future employees. So you need to be able to cover all those payroll expenses and increase your prices. That will usually fix the problem. Yeah. I mean, you're work- if you're doing this business for a while and you're stressing and you need a break and you're profitable, you know it's probably time to get somebody else in to help you out. And increase your prices. And increase your, (laughs) always, always, always. Always increase the prices. Always increase the prices. You're always should increasing your prices. Everything else gets more expensive. You should never stay the same. You should be increasing your prices about every two years. Yeah. Because that's when you have, you know, just your normal life increases. Yeah, the normal inflation. Some people will do it every time their insurance goes up. So, which is every year. You increase your prices at least once to every two years. We'll say that. Yeah, if you do it in, if you, I want to say pers- by personal experience, if you're doing it once every year or once every two years, you only have to do it by a couple dollars. Versus yeah. you've been in business for five, ten years, and now you have to do a $15 increase. That is going to be unsightly to clients. But if you do a small increase over time, they're going to be like, eh, inflation. Yeah, but I get it to where if five to ten bucks here and there if you're trying to catch up. Like if you're a business and you are on just the brink of possibly shutting down in the next year or two, then yeah. You should have that huge hike. Yeah. It's just, it hurts the customer's eyes. It doesn't hurt their fucking pocket. No, it's only like 10 bucks. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Sorry. That was my boobies. You should definitely be increasing those prices. Yeah. You know, just because then your groomers make more money, you make more money, and you're not so sad. And I think we're reading, well, my husband's reading it because he does the numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. He's reading um, Profit first i thought I w- you wanted the book i would have brought I it did. over i bought it audible no oh no we just i like hard copies <laughs> i do too but i i did the hard copy and i did the audible mm. i did it both ways just so i have i and i'll read it again because i'm dyslexic and so i need to read things yeah, a no, multiple the times same way. so i hope all of that made sense it, i mean it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a universal topic always always but as an owner you need to charge accordingly. You need to 
pay accordingly mm-hmm. and you need to pay accordingly to what you need later on. And that is security, retirement, and to be able to live yeah. comfortably. Which we'll We're talk not- about retirement at a later date and yeah. we'll have a guest host. Um, it'll be my husband because he um, is actually pretty knowledgeable in retirement plans. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's weird. He's looking at me all fucking great. Weird. You're going to make me do homework, bitch. <laughs> he does. He did the homework already. He's, Which is great. Our, our IRAs, IRAs, Roth IRAs, Roth, yeah. all that shit. He is always talking my ear off about it. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So we're going to have a co-host soon. I'm all about it. I'm all about setting yourself up for success. Yeah. And I'm also all about, like, if you don't want to be in business for yourself. No, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And you want to just be an employee and just work and have a good time. You can do the retirement thing separately. You need to look at what your value is. Really look into what your value is. And I don't want you to undervalue yourself. Mm -hmm, But Um, don't. But be realistic as yeah. to what can be paid to you. Yeah. You can make that $30 plus an hour because you're in a good shop that charges great prices, that has great flow of business, and you give good quality grooms. And, you know, maybe you're getting tipped really well. Mm-hmm. You can be fucking bawling out of control yeah. as a groomer, and you can be deserved of that. There's no one saying you can't. But you just have to be knowledgeable of yeah. The environment that we're in right now. And 1099s and 50% are on the way out. Be aware of that. It's on the way out. It's going to be, it's a very old school way of thinking. People want perks. People crave perks, you know. And I honestly think commission is the next thing that's going to be on the way out. Yeah. Um. I think things are going to be moving in a hourly way. Yeah. Which, being a mobile groomer, I think hourly is best instead of a commission base. Well, because you can't do as many dogs as you can in a shop. You can't, and you're not commissioned. Technically, you're not technically. You're not being paid for your drive time. Yeah. You're just getting paid per that dog. Exactly. So, so. to me, Wow, hourly, that was just like a mind... Because there's a lot of mobile places out here mm-hmm. that are they're constantly coming. hiring yeah. for people and they're, they're commission based. But mm-hmm. then you have to think about you're doing when five or six dogs mm-hmm. and you're working nine hours and you're driving most of the time. I mean, it kind of it would suck as an employee working yes. for Yes, it mobile. was very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before and thankfully I'm a fast groomer. Um, but working for that company like really pushed me to my limits. You know, yeah. because they were constantly... I was working from 9 to sometimes 7, 8 o'clock at night. Oh, my God. Like, it just... Because you have to get the dogs done. Because you do. Because you're trying to do a salon amount of dogs, including drive time. Yeah. So that's like taking a 15-minute break in between each salon dog. Oh, my God. Like, imagine that. Yeah, and I remember you telling me, like, they were all over the place where they were sending you. Yeah, so I was literally, it no judgment scheduled. here, no judgment. <laughs> I was literally in one of those Ford Transit vans or whatever the, those vans the are vans. doing fucking 90. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no fucking joke. I remember when I saw you, I was getting a coffee and I saw your van parked and I was like, Vanessa, are you like, hey, is this your van? And then you pop up at the same time I'm calling you. You're like, what's up? And <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm taking a nap. I have 10 minutes before my next appointment. Yeah. Well, because I was pretty quick. And sometimes, so like if the client isn't answering their phone. Yeah. I can't just yeah. show the fuck I up. I remember you telling me that. They're like, so yeah. I was always, you know, running hella early. And now I have it. I have a window for my business. So of I can show up yeah. whenever I want yeah. in that window. Yeah. And so, but then it was set times yeah. for this business. And yeah. so I'd be trying to call, but I'm calling on my personal number because they didn't provide me a cell phone. And Ooh. so, yes. So I'm calling on my personal number, which to this day, to this day, dude, I still get phone calls from their clients. Oh my gosh. And I'm too nice. And I'm like, look, I don't work for that company anymore. I, you know, try this, like, call a different number yeah <laughs> instead of trying to like be like hey yo i own my own business mm-hmm. like what's up with mobile too yeah but that you mobile know? business was cheap so it's hella like, fucking cheap you probably don't want that business no and they probably wouldn't go for my business anyways but anyways so hourly i think is personally the way to go for for mobile you know because in an eight hour day depending on routing if you had the perfect routing day you could get in eight hours including cleaning Mm -hmm. is probably about six dogs when you're ready to expand i guarantee you're gonna be the best boss i'm gonna be so nice because you are so (laughs) like you want to make no it's not nice it's just you want to make sure your life is so stress-free like you tried to kick out all the stressors she's no other things that are going to stress her out. But the way she routes her schedule, the way she makes her schedule, the way she sets up her um, her week as far as dogs, <laughs> she tries to make sure, like, she'll she'll basically flat out say, no. Yes. You're not on my, I'm not doing that that area that day. Sorry. No. This is what I'm doing that area. Mm-hmm. So the like, only time I go out of my routing area is if I have canceled on that client and I have to fit them in. Yeah. Then that's. That's the only time. Well, that was your bad anyway. That was my bad. Yeah. But, no. And so, my receptionist, which is my mom, um, we've kind of been going back and forth. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I feel bad. She'll always ask me a question and I just no all the time. Yeah. Like, no. It's 25 minutes out. No. Like, I, I actually extended my um, routing to 20 minutes. Um. Which I think for a big city isn't really that bad because most of the time it's all freeway. Yeah. But now she's like, well, you're getting booked up for the holidays. What do I, like, we should talk about you maybe extending your hours. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I have a gym at 4.30, but I will start early. So now I'm going to be starting at 8. That's fine. But... And if I love it when people are like, I need to get in on this specific date. I'm like, that's not how mobile works, brah. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. This is not a salon. Okay. Like, very rarely do you get lucky that you pick that fucking date. And right. I happen to be in that area on that exactly. fucking date. Like, this is mobile. You get what you get. Or you don't get nothing. Like, <laughs> Which I think is great because if there was an employee working for you, they're just going to do their route. It's going to go smoothly. They're going to get their dogs. They're Mm going to get their hourly. For the most part. And you still rack up. Yeah, exactly. 
Everybody's everybody can eat. Think about it this way, guys. Let everybody eat. Let everybody be at the table. Let everybody eat. Exactly. If somebody's starving, you're doing shit wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You need to treat... It's a respect thing. Like, you need to treat your employees with respect, and you need to treat your employer with respect. Yeah. Because guess what? When you treat your employees well, and you treat them as if they're an individual, and not someone that owes you something... Right. Then that person is going to be loyal to you. Exactly. Nobody owes you nothing. Nobody owes you anything. And, but groomers also need to stop with the mindset that you are invincible. And not, invincible isn't the correct term. Individual. No. Mm. Yeah, no, it's gone. (laughs) Irreplaceable. Thank you. Irreplaceable. That was, good. that was beautiful. Yes, thank you. You are an employee. You are expendable. Yeah. That is the term. Yeah. So but we need to start treating each other better. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think that was a good numbers game. I think we clarified clarified a lot to which we were trying I to do. dive into. I want to throw time. one thing out there. If you are in need of more information, there is an amazing Facebook group that you should be a part of. If you are in a situation that you need no- more clarification, definitely go to this group and try and join. It's called Groomers Misclassified-1099. Um, I love that group, but I'm going to give you a forewarning. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to tell you how it is. They are not there to sugarcoat it for you. Yeah. They are not there to be your friend. They are there to give you information, and I have seen them tear groomers apart because the person decided to continue to argue because they didn't want to see what it actually was. Yeah, this is information-based, legal information-based There is an actual EA in the group. Yeah, she's great. The information that the people who run the forum are, the information that they give you you got to keep in mind that they're getting people who are constantly posting on their forum. And yes. they're not, they're, again, they're not trying to, they're not trying to give you a fucking band-aid. No. They're going to tell you. And they're not trying to bewittle you either. No. And they don't. No. But. There's others that do. There's others that do. Sorry. If you're not getting it. <laughs> if you like, are continuing to argue, then one lady in particular, she even just said it. I read it in there. She's like, I'm the bitch of the group. And she will fucking tell you that. You know what's funny is that, okay, so that lady, I know who you're talking about. That lady is the bitch of the group, but I see the other bitches trying to come for her bitch spot. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? But she is, like, the OG bitch. Yeah, she is the OG bitch. And, like, as long as you are not arguing with her, <laughs> you're fucking good. Yeah, but the information is, gold. is, is it's fucking gold. You need to be informed, well-informed. So that way you can, so that way you can understand your value in a number standpoint. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you can adjust it according to, like, yeah. your culture around, like, where you live. Exactly. And they'll tell you what you need to do if you want to take action against those companies. Um, Debbie's really great. I believe she's an admin or the founder of the group. Um, but definitely. There's Chris. Is it Chris? Chris E. She's an EA. So an EA, if you don't know, is an enrolled agent. Yeah. An enrolled agent is 
quote-unquote, for layman terms, is an accountant that can um, defend you in front of the IRS. They're the only ones that can go in front of the IRS. Then you have a, the CPA, and then you it's the accountant. The accountant is, uh, okay, so it goes bookkeeper, then accountant, then CPA, then the EA. Yeah, you. Uh, the whole point is is that the when they have those little titles after their name, it really tells you whether or not they're legally contracted to mm-hmm. protect you. Yeah. CPAs um, are not legally protected to, or they're not legally contracted to protect you. So they don't have to have your best interest. Mm-hmm. They just crunch the number. So if they're like, if they also sell other products, they can, like an accountant can sell you products or give you advice on what to do. They don't have to, in their, like their whole knowledge, actually do it because it benefits you. It can no, benefit it just, benefits just them. the numbers. Yeah, exactly. So you no. want to make sure that whoever you're getting legal advice or your, whoever's doing your taxes or your numbers or your bookkeeping, they are legally supposed to protect you. And give you EA. to the best of their abilities, of course, because yeah. there's always human error. But yeah, and that's the EA. I have an EA here. That's in great. Vegas. I paid. Actually, he's not really that expensive. Yeah, I'm gonna use him this year. Um, he Sorry. was great. He's a little. Um, <laughs> you said he was a douche. He is a male <laughs> chauvinist. Okay, so have your husband there because he ain't gonna talk to you. <laughs> but he saved us a butt ton in Texas, so. Yeah. yeah, that's great. But anyways, yeah. So, so I hope that I hope that was great because you know what? It feels a little bit better having a little bit more of a wider eye. Yes. You and know, when talking about it. You. Yeah. Jimmy K. You. Okay. Ah. Now let's get into some fun stuff. Um, let's get into some stories. Goddamn. Yeah. Sorry. We have um tons of well, not tons. We have three stories. Which is super fucking exciting that people are reaching out and actually entrusting us with their stories. Mm-hmm. All right, our first story of tonight is from Antoinette. Thank you, beautiful groomer. A story of a clueless dog owner. This one time at the previous shop I, shop I worked at, I booked an appointment for myself for a male Shih Tzu puppy named Gadget. When their appointment day came, I went out to greet Gadget and his owner. Have them fill out the client card and go over the haircut. I was holding the puppy while his owner was filling out the client card. I noticed that Gadget was actually a girl, but I didn't say anything. I asked if they liked bows, and the owner said no. So now that I so now I finished the puppy groom, the puppy's groom, and I call his owner. When Gadget's owner arrived for pickup, I brought out their pup with one hot pink bow on the top of her head and said surprise it's a girl gadget's <laughs> owner looked confused and was like uh what i was like yeah your dog is actually a girl i literally had to go over dog genitalia anatomy with the owner <laughs> um why emoji, emoji and slap the face emoji that's great. They had no idea that their puppy was a girl and thought he was a boy until I informed them. I think that is amazing. That is great. And the way she presented that <laughs> was absolutely perfect. It was. You are comedy gold, Antoinette. Story. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was a beautiful story. <laughs> that was cute. That was beyond cute and it was beyond funny. 
So our next story comes from Lindsay Lee. Story time! Backstory, I used to work at Walt Disney World for several years, so I sometimes jam to Disney music if I need a lift in spirits. I now groom in South Florida, about an hour north of Miami. Love the backstory. Thank you for the context. It was the end of the day. First time I was grooming this particular pair of Maltese's and mom, white, late 40s, attractive blonde, rocker type lady, was on her way while I was cleaning and closing up my shop. She silently walked in on me, straight up belting out to, I'll make a man out. I don't know how. Um, what movie is that from? Did she say? Mulan. Oh. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. That's a great movie. I'll make a man out of you into the vacuum homes and dancing around like an idiot in front of her dogs who were enjoying the show. <laughs> I have no clue how long she was there. I finished the song and she busted out laughing and clapping. This was then followed by a little malt demanding her attention and pulling her V-neck fully down during her checkout and popped out her entire and quite perky, honestly, I was jealous, left tit. <laughs> she tipped $40 that day on top of that 130 for the two Maltese trims. She's an awesome client and I've had her for three years. I've now met her boyfriend, two groom, grown kids, and a grandbaby. Helped her find a breeder to get a Rottweiler, who's a great dog. I've since... Uh, seen her left tit twice and once and her right once <laughs> she likes to wear v-necks despite bandit pulling on them her man has busted his ass in front in front like farting busted ass in my front drive being pulled by the little maltese not roddy and she wants me and my honey to party with her in key west for christmas Ooh. yes you can use my name if you like <laughs> thank you Lindsay lee that's amazing so basically the maltese just like pulled the daddy and he, and he farted no he busted his ass so he fell down oh yeah <laughs> i'm thinking he farted no that that last um i i read it weird and so the maltese pulled the dad down he pulled his ass down that's fucking and you hilarious. know what i love mulan and I'll make a man out of you too, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing. great. Thank you so much. Okay. We've got one more story. What are you doing? Oh, is this the song? Let's get down to business. The hunt. I'm just picturing her with the host. Probably doing like samurai moves. I mean, ninja moves. Or, yeah. I mean. I think they were samurai. No. No, they're not. It's, this is China, so it's not samurai. Oh. But <laughs> martial arts moves. To yeah. Be politically correct. Okay. Make a man out, out of you. That's it. Sorry, guys. Okay. My child yells at me too when I sing. Yes. Whose baby did you make cry? Oh my god. Oh, it's your sister. <laughs> I was singing a lullaby and she was like happy for like two seconds and, and then started she crying. She was crying for like, I swear she was still pissed for like an hour. Oh, it was. It yeah. was fucking gold. I'm so bad. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Okay, so this one is going to be staying anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking cried when I read this story. Okay. 
So I like have to brace yourself. I do. I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) It's, it just goes to show that we know that you peed a little reading this. (laughs) I did. It was fucking great. Okay. So it said, okay, so I've been binge listening to your podcast this week and I love it. It makes me feel like I'm in a shop with my friends. Cry emoji, heart emoji. Anyways, I have a story for you. Uh, For the second visit of me grooming for a customer, him and his daughter came out to get their dog after the groom. The dog was running in the yard while the four to five-ish year old daughter was in my van looking around while I talked to her dad about the groom. He also asked me questions about how business is going ETC. The girl was exploring the van and talking loud and excited about everything, as little kids do. And she is yelling, Daddy, look at all the hair. Look, Daddy. Sorry. Sorry. I <laughs> that voice. <laughs> my child voice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <That's> terrifying. <laughs> Why are you fucking Annabelle? <laughs> She has my little trash can open with her foot, and there's a pile of hair with my bloody tampon right on top of the hair mountain. I look at her dad, and we both were awkwardly silent for a moment, and I slammed the can shut and said, okay, enough playing around. I have to get to my next customer. LMIO. So embarrassing. Full context. That was, again, mobile. So Yes, this is a mobile grooming Is that what story. happens. And hey, yes, sometimes you just gotta rip those bad boys out <laughs> and put a new one in. Like, that's just life. And, you know, it just is what it is. <laughs> Fuck. I love that story because it, it's so life. Oh, I just remembered a story in my head about like this lady that I hate at PetSmart and. It's, what, seven years later, I saw her recently, and I fucking still hate her. She haunts my dreams. But anyway, we'll get into that next week, but that's... These stories are starting to, like, bring up stuff, and I love it. I love it. Thank you, guys. The stories are fucking great. We're crying. Yes. I'm gonna watch Mulan. (laughs) Like, I, I, I think... Fake titties are beautiful, and I love Mulan, <laughs> and I think Vanessa's kid voice is terrifying. <laughs> send us more stories. And, like, and our new thing is, send us topics, too. Yeah, our topic today that was sent to us was um, about approaching clients with health issues. Yeah, which I guess so happened to have been on the agenda anyways. Yeah, it was It was um, kind of So it kind of worked out. But and you're wonderful, There's Thank a you. couple other topics that we're going to be talking about in the next couple 
episodes. Send us stories. Send us topics. Send us your stories to groomerhumor at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Facebook, Instagram. Like us. Share it. Love us. Follow us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. And we actually have a groomer or two that follows us on Podbean. Get it. So mm, mm, mm. that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. 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 That was shit on the table. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, I gotta wipe was, my face. I know. That was fucking gold. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll talk at you next time, guys. High five. Air high five. Ugh. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Peace. Out. Stop talking, Vanessa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>